Welcome to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. I'm Anitra Kerr, also known as the queen of video marketing at The Draw Shop, where we create videos and messaging for brands that are impossible to ignore. We believe that any business is just one marketing tweak away from getting their ideal customers hooked. Most businesses have a solution to positively impact their customers and ultimately the world. The real question is how to get those people to see that. We've got our own fail-proof formula for this at The Draw Shop, but on this show, we're interviewing marketing geniuses to discover more. Think you have marketing genius to share? Stay tuned to the end of the show and we'll show you how you can be our next guest on the fastest growing marketing inspiration podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Executive Spotlight. I am your host, Ben Cummings, and today I have with me Danny Burrito, the Marketing Director at Very Big Things. How are you, Danny? Doing well. How about you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great today, actually. So tell me a little bit, how did you get into marketing? Yeah, so I've had quite the journey, so um, I'll try to to make it concise. So, um, you know, I always knew I wanted to be in, in entrepreneurship. It was pretty evident since I was like 15. So my dad, uh, my dad was a software engineer and an entrepreneur as well. So uh, he was always trying to mold me to go through the, go into the tech industry, but with a specific angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really know what that meant for me at the time. So right after college, uh, well, during, during college, actually, I started getting into sales, um, you know, and, and right after I graduated, uh, I started working in the finance industry. Didn't like it. So I moved to Seattle and just threw myself in the tech scene, uh, you know, uh, all in there. And then I started working for a, a startup uh, where I started working as a business development manager. And that's kind of where my business development career started. Uh, and after that, I came back and I started working for FIU, uh, which is the university down here doing business development as well, uh, meeting with corporations, trying to sell them on our programs or whatnot. But then, you know, I started getting into an operational role. Uh, started learning about system analysis uh, and kind of the ins and outs and how to make an operation run smoothly. Uh, and then they stuck me into the marketing department doing the operations. So, uh, and that's when I really started to fall in love with marketing. You know, like we, we had a big operation at the university generating 40,000 leads a year, uh, multiple touch points. So I was kind of more involved with the, the backend technical infrastructure of our operation, uh, having all those touch points funneled through our CRM the right way and into our sales team the right way. And then what happens once that lead converts uh, the experience of the user after that? Uh, so I, I, I learned a ton doing that uh, and kind of seeing the big picture of, of how to really understand pushing the right message to the right person yeah. at the right time. And then using a lot of data to be able to figure out how do we shorten the time of this person from seeing our content for the first time to the moment they fill out that form or the minute they, they convert. So it gave me it gave me a really broad view of the technical analysis and a lot of the data analysis that goes behind marketing. Uh, so it was a great foundation for me to go into my next thing, which is when I got to very big things, and and it was really more of a branding opportunity for me, uh, telling the brand story. So uh, that's kind of like where I got to where I am now, uh, and and it's been a fun ride so far. Like now I'm really now I've been at very big things for almost a year and a half. And I had some experience before with, with branding, you know, working at FIU and starting my own startup. Uh, but, but, you know, uh, this, is a, this was a little bit more different. It was a lot more, it was a lot more advanced in what I was walking into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nonetheless, a, a great experience so far, telling stories the right way they're supposed to be told to the right people, uh, how to make our brand look the way 
we wanted to look with this strong identity that we yeah. have. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of been my journey so far. So for the listeners, what does Very Big Things do? Yeah, so so Very Big Things is a digital products agency. Uh, we work with startups and enterprises. Um, we we uh, we kind of focus on digital transformation and disruption. So what that means is, you know, we help startups come out with really disruptive products, uh, helping them get into the market the right way with the right product so they can be disruptive and helping enterprises digitally transform. You know, a lot of them are, are kind of going through that right now, especially with COVID. So uh, we've been, you know, we've been at the front line of helping some of these some of these legacy enterprises transform in, in healthcare, uh, education, you know, a, a couple of different sectors. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's kind of what we do and, and kind of like what we're doing now as well. We're doing a little bit of video production, especially for our startup clients uh, to be able to tell their story the right way when they're going into the market with yeah. their new product. Uh, but yeah, so so it's pretty much end-to-end software development and design with uh, strategy ideation and video production as well to be able to come out of the gate the right way. What have you noticed that your impact has been coming from and having your background? What has your impact been bringing it forward to Very Big Things? Yeah, so kind of the good thing when I got to Very Big Things, the, the brand had a really strong identity, which is something I love to work with from the get because it just makes everything a lot easier. Yeah, uh, yeah so so they had a really good identity, identity to start with, but it was more about like, how do we make this brand look like a luxury service? Because we are a luxury service at the end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. we're... We've got an incredibly talented team with very high-end skills. So we wanted to promote ourselves as a luxury service, uh, look exclusive in some way, but also look cool at the same time. So it was it was a weird, tricky balance. But you know, having that background of that analytical aspect and really and really trying to figure out uh, how to align, how to communicate the brand with the psychographic of who mm-hmm. you're targeting is what really allowed me to really push through that very, the very big things brand to where it is today. Um, and you know, that, 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 that was a big chunk of what I did in the beginning, like really understanding who are these high level executives that are hiring us, who are these startups that are raising all this money that are looking to hire us? How do they think? How can, how can I come up with communication that can trigger the way they think so that they can see us as a person that could potentially help them, uh, and help them along their journey and build the right product for them. So, you know, having that type of analytical operational type background really allowed me to break down the brand to like the core of it, and then like kind of build it back up. And kind of the way I did that, you know, I went through phases of building the very big things brand. You know, I started with trying to make sure that the public knew that we were good at what we did, at what we do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a a big part of that was trying to get a lot of thought leadership opportunities for our partners, but more than anything, trying to win a lot of awards, uh, which worked out great. In 2020, we won 40 awards. Uh, so, So we had a great push there. We won a Webby. Uh, we won the UX Design Awards for Product of the Year. So we did great. And it allowed us then to really build on top of that and start really get personal with our brand and what we believe in and what we communicate. So right after that authoritative push, we went straight into talking what our brand is about. We had uh, a ton of testimonials, client partner, I mean, uh, partner testimonials as well, just really pushing what Very Big Things is about. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I think that's kind of like what I was able to bring to the table, like really understanding what was cool because I, I ingest so much content from different cultures and different industries and then using that analytical background to like really break down how we're going to go about this. Yeah, it's huge. Having that analytical background really allowed you to set the foundation for the company or for when you moved into the, the position. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, I, and marketing is going so much towards that. I'm so glad I was able to get that experience. Like I'm super into like uh, neuromarketing now. 
uh, learning about it a little bit, trying trying to get my feet wet with it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good to see that the science behind marketing is getting a lot more accepted and is becoming a lot more part of the practice because that's kind of like way the way my my mental is geared towards more towards that. So yeah. uh, and, and even now, like you'll see a lot of CMOs having more of that operational data analytical background as opposed to the creative background. And usually they'll come out with, with that analytical background. Their right-hand person is the creative mm. to be able to complement each other. So, yeah, it's awesome. What is, uh, or do you have one? What is your uh, area of expertise? Is there anything like one or two things that you know, like the back of your hand for marketing? Yeah, I would say the the uh, kind of the, the the beginning of my experience is probably what I feel most comfortable with. I'm getting mm. a lot better at the branding now and telling stories. And it's kind of, that's kind of like what my passion is. Um, I follow a lot of great companies that tell stories like uninterrupted, you know, they're, they're more geared towards telling uh, the the story of athletes at a more personal level. That's a big inspiration I look towards, uh, and, and kind of like a lot of uh, chef's table as well, explaining like the story of of all these amazing chefs. So uh, my passion is definitely towards that and I'm getting very good at it. But if I had to say, what was my strong suit is kind of looking everything at that in that analytical view and, Mm -hmm being able to do the right research and getting that research and applying it the right way so that we can better the brand in the way we want to and, and communicate the brand the way we want to and per, uh, let people perceive us in the way that we want to be perceived. Yeah. So I, I would say that's, that's kind of like the biggest, the biggest strength I have at the moment. Where do you see very big things moving in the next few years? Yeah. So, so, you know, we are, we kind of started off as a digital products agency. Uh, that's really what we are. That's what we known for, but we, we love the idea of helping our companies tell their stories the right way. Uh, Cause we have, a, we, we, we're doing it ourselves really well. And a lot of our clients have been asking, you know, how, how can you help us tell the story in the mm-hmm. right way? So I definitely see us moving towards down that route, uh, being a, a, a content production arm within very big things to, to help these startups and these enterprises uh, re, especially for these enterprises who need to reintroduce themselves when they when, when we help them digitally transform and create a new product that their consumers haven't seen before like how mm. how, how do they go about that so um so yeah that, that's kind of like what's next for us you know like we're really start, we're, we got a couple of clients right now that we're helping on that front and maybe what comes after that you know like once they make their content how are they going to distribute it so, you know, maybe we'll get into that as well, like helping them distribute their content to paid advertising and, and uh, helping with marketing automation and whatnot. But right now we're just helping tell stories, man. Well, and there's a lot of people saying that content is king right now. If you can get the more content out there and good content. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the biggest, uh, the biggest struggle I had with my first year of very big things was building that content creation operation to yeah. where it's just like, we're just churning out content from from our, because we, we're very uh, strict with our content pillars. Like these are the areas of content that we're going to make because we, yeah. we, our, our values are pretty strong. We have three core values, um, insanely building exceptional products, having insanely happy clients and making sure our team is happy by challenging them with great projects. So uh, that's kind of like where my North star is with the type of content we create. It was just more of like, how do we create that that content creation factory. And now mm. we got a great rhythm, you know, it, it took us a while to get there, but we got a great rhythm now and, and, and it's fun, man. Like, uh, yeah, I, I just can't wait to start really doing it for other people too. Cause it's it, con- creating content is fun, man. Telling stories is really fun to me. And I'm super passionate about it. Oh, for sure. That's one of my favorite things about marketing is being able to tell stories. Is there right. any, is there any advice that you would give to somebody in marketing that maybe they do struggle with the content creation? Is there any, uh, advice you would give to somebody trying to move forward? 
Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, like the, the piece of advice I'll give you is pretty universal, no matter what you're doing. Right. Uh, you know, we, we have, you know, top, top of the class UX UI experts that work with, that work for us, our chief creative officer being one of them. Um, and something he preaches a lot that really sticks with me is being a human first, uh, uh, agency, right? Like in the way we develop products, the way we communicate and everything. Um, and not only that, user experience rules all. Like user experience is everything. Yeah. And a good example is like how you prepared me for this podcast. That was a great user experience. You know, like what you guys are feeding me throughout the week to prepare me for it. Great user experience. So um, that's something I would really, really have people focus on. It's like how, and in terms of what I mean of the human first, it's like really doing that analytical data that I had mentioned before to understand the psychographic and the demographic you're, you're preaching to. Uh, especially the psychographic, the more you learn about how they think at the subconscious level and how they get triggered, the more direction you have to make your content to where it's more relatable to that person. Yeah. Uh, especially in the, in the point in time they are in their careers uh, and, and how you can kind of align, you know, this perfect opportunity for them in the right language at the right time to the right person. So yeah, if, if I had to say something is really being human first and understanding what that person needs and then focusing on that user experience of like, okay, when this person sees my brand for the first time, uh, how, how, are, how do I want them to feel about it? What am I going to follow up with? Uh, how are they going to go from that piece of content to my website? Yeah. What do I want them to see when they get to, a, to my website? What do, what do I want them to be able to go through to get to that form at the bottom? Once they fill out the form, what does that experience look yeah. like? How am I going to follow up with them? What does that business development part look like? So, so yeah, I, I would say those are those those two things rule everything and anything you do. <laughs> it's nice to be hearing because we've heard often on this podcast about finding your ideal client, but that's nice to hear that after you find your client, okay, what is the user experience that you're bringing them through? Where are you taking them? And is it just a you stop at the front door and that's where the marketing ends, or do no. you do you continue walking forward with them? Yeah, you continue, and it really never ends, even after you you even after you have them as a client. What does yeah. that look like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, th those are the two main things I would harp on. Definitely. Is there a big, like a, a challenge that you've had in the last couple of years, or even I guess with COVID things have been complicated, things are changing almost every day. So is there a challenge that you've had in the last little while that you've really had to overcome? Um, you know, like I said before, creating that content operation machine was yeah. kind of difficult during COVID. Uh, just because it's, it's a lot easier when everybody's in person. And because the thing is that you have to be really agile with making content, you know, like it's, it's getting edited till, you know, the day before I yeah. push it out. So uh, ha having to do that from home was a little bit difficult. Um, you know, luckily for us, because of the way we position what we do as a business, COVID wasn't too bad for us because of, of we, we focus on helping companies move their business to digital. So yeah. Uh, it was definitely a big push for us. But if I had anything that was a little bit difficult for me was to be able to be a, the, the being able to keep up that speed of production while working from home and trying to continue making that content marketing operation uh, while we're working from home. So but other than that, you know, we we were able to maneuver through everything. And, and, it, and luckily, you know, luckily, it hasn't been uh, something that uh, has been a huge setback for our company. For sure. For sure. Is there something that you wish you had known prior to starting your career or starting in marketing? Ooh, actually, yeah. You know what? Uh, I do. You know, before my perception of marketing changed drastically when I started working on the operation side of, of marketing, 
um, you know, to me, marketing was all creatives, you know, yeah. like, and, and I felt like I didn't belong in marketing because of that, uh, because of the way I was wired, you know, I'm, I'm more business oriented, process oriented, uh, kind of like that way. But um, I, I wish I had known that there was a place for those kinds of people in marketing, because I would have started way earlier, who knows how more ahead I would be by now. But, but I wish I knew that because, you know, uh, you can also be creative in the way you do all these things too, even on the operational and business side. Like creativity is not limited to to art and and all those other things that usually fall under that that creative meaning. But um, I wish I would have known that sooner. You know, going one now that I got, I'm in it and even on the branding side and everything, I've been able to develop a lot more creativity in the and even in the ideas of the content we make. So it was able. It was something that that I was able to pick up which I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that's something, that's something I could pick up. I thought it was something you were born with, or that's something that, you know, you were just predispositioned to have. So yeah. I wish somebody would have told me like, there is a place for you in marketing, even if you're wired this way. And the creative thing is all about just like learning what good taste looks like. So, um, and I was able to, and, and I was able to really learn what good taste is and, and kind of just go from there. So, so yeah, it, it, that would be the one thing that I would say about that. Well, and like you say, it can be more of a partnered thing where if you have a creative as your right-hand man, so to speak, then right. you'll be able to be the ops person or the, the data person and be able to push the marketing directive forward. Yeah, 100%. I didn't even know that was an option until I learned how technical paid advertising is and marketing automation is. Like That was something I hadn't seen until I started actually managing that operation. So it was super refreshing. I was super stoked because I always liked... Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Apple and the way they communicate um, and the, the way they do their ads. So, you know, I was always jealous that I was like, man, I wish I could be one of those people that do that. And once I saw this avenue to get into marketing and, and, and do that, I was super excited and never looked back since. That's awesome. Now, is there anything that you've been reading or listening to lately, any podcasts or anything that have really inspired you? Yeah. So, um, uh, it's the uh, Simon Sinek book, Start, Starting With Why. I started mm-hmm. reading that just to, to, to kind of refresh, you know, like myself on that. Um, there's a book by Donald Miller uh, uh, on building brands the right way. <sighs> Hold on, give me one second. Let, let, let me pull it up for you. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing book. Yeah, that's all right. All right. It is called, Hold on. where's my library? Here it is. Building a, a story brand. That's a great book by Donald Miller as well. That, that gave me a ton of ideas. Uh, I also watch, I consume so many ads. Like I'll just go on YouTube and I'll just start <laughs> consuming some of the best ads ever made uh, just to get a lot of creativity and inspiration from it because it's it's amazing how clever people are. Like it's it's awesome to see how good ads roll out. And and if once you're once you're in marketing and you're really in it and you see and you pick apart how these ads were done sometimes i'm just like wowed by how great some mm-hmm. of these ads are so uh i've been watching a ton of ads uh like webflow right now webflow's killing it with with uh, a lot of these ads where they're able to take digital problems and pers- like personalize them turn them into people and communicate these yeah. problems as if they were pe- people like uh so yeah the, I, aside from like these books that i read i consume so many so much of that stuff just to really stay on par with everything and, and really stay sharp with how I'm going to be doing things. That's awesome. Now, is there any advice that either a new marketer or somebody that maybe has grown stale in the industry that you would give uh, just some last minute advice to as we wind down? Yeah, you know, something something I try to stay really sharp with because uh, I 
see that it's making a huge difference is the way that you produce your videos and the way that you edit them. Um, you know, and, and depending on what you're communicating, right? Like, and I, and I, I get a lot of inspiration from Uninterrupted on this and, and the way that they do their videos, you know, uh, especially how they tell the stories from the athletes, the camera angles they use to be able to make it more intimate, uh, the lighting that they use, the staging that they use. There's so many little things that you have to try to learn as a marketer to be able to make that feeling a little more intense yeah. while somebody's watching it. Um, so, and, and, and that's what keeps you sharp and that's what keeps you ahead and that's what keeps you cool. So uh, I, I would say like really try to consume content from the people who are really doing it well right now and look at it from that analytical perspective and ask why did they do that camera angle? Why did they do it that way? Why yeah. is the lighting looking this way? Why is he communicating in this way? And there's always, there's always a, a, a why behind everything. And, and it's, it's true. It's hard. It's important to understand it so that you can then pick out the best things from what you were able to dissect yeah. and implement it into your own content. So, um, cause the thing is that con like creating content is probably the hardest part of marketing right now, creating good, good content. Mm. So as long as you stay super sharp with it, uh, seeing who's the best at it right now and really picking apart the good things that they're doing and seeing how you can put your own twist on it then uh then you know you'll probably succeed you know like we we did it we did it with with our client testimonials we just did some client testimonials recently but the way i did it was in a very uninterrupted way on how they get their stories from their athletes yeah because it's amazing how they tell their stories from their athletes it feels so personable it feels so relatable the music the setting everything is on point and i'm like you know what i'm gonna try and tell my stories in a very similar fashion bringing that new zest feel of it into that business world so uh, and they've, they've done great so far so so yeah I, I would say that's the biggest thing just try to look at the guys that are doing it the best way and 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 uh and pick it apart and trying to figure out how to how to make your own flavor of it that's amazing awesome danny i really appreciate it thank you for joining us uh, where can people find more information either about you or about about very big things yeah, so all our social media handles is uh, at Very Big Things. All of my social media handles are at Danny Burrito. Uh, our website is VeryBigThings.com. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Executive Spotlight. Danny, don't run away. We'll say goodbye off the air, but thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Anitra here, and thank you so much for listening to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. If you are a successful marketing executive who would like to be on this program, please visit us at www.thedrawshop.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag marketing executive spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Go to our website, www.thedrawshop.com or follow us on all social channels at The Draw Shop. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.